Hello and welcome back to Imposter Syndrome Cafe. I'm me, you definitely, hopefully are you. Um, and today on the show, I have a very special guest, uh, a really, really good mate of mine, uh, Andrew. Andrew, say hello. Daniel. Hi, Daniel. Good to be here. Nice. Thank you for asking. No problem. Um, the first bit of routine and a bit of housekeeping with uh, with this podcast is what you're drinking. Well, I've drunk it already, haven't I? So, that is um, beastly. Black coffee. Uh, yeah. Black Americano, was Straight it? Straight down. Straight down, yeah. Kind of, once you start, you can't stop. Yeah, you just bang that down. It's yeah. just it's crazy. So, um, it's like an animal. That's my second one. I only try and have two a day. Otherwise, my body can get a bit twitchy. So yeah. if yeah. I start bouncing off the walls in a Yeah, let me know. I'll get the restraints out if you start, uh, yeah. if you start jumping around. Uh, so I've gone for today. I've gone for a black tea. Now nice. people that listen to this regularly know me for my herbal brews. Sometimes I mix them, Andy. Sometimes I mix my bags. Is that herbal, herbal black tea, or this is just a normal tea? straight out the uh, straight out the supermarket black tea. Okay. Yeah, no thrills today. No, tr- no. I normally mix my drinks, but today I've I've kept it old yeah. school. Why not? So today um, we're going to talk predominantly, I think, about introverts and extroverts and the differences and and life with with that but as with these podcasts especially when i'm interviewing somebody we're open for tangents we like a bit of a tangent or a side street to branch down so we're going to walk down the road of introvert extrovert but we might we might go down a side <laughs> alley. an alleyway <laughs> we might go down a side alley and uh, and find an find a great little gift shop you know what i mean <laughs> so the reason andy's on the show is because um so as I've mentioned in previous episodes, and I'll briefly, very briefly encapsulate, I'm predominantly an introverted person, um, meaning, you know, I don't like to be around loads of people. I do have extrovert tendencies because I like to perform. I've been in, been in bands before and uh, have an interest in acting, those kind of things. And so uh, it's a kind of a, a weird mix, I suppose, but predominantly I recharge my batteries by... Uh, you know, being around similar introverted people or on my own. Um, and I'll let Andy have a little talk to you about, about what he is in terms of introvert, extrovert. But um, Andy's actually the guy that opened me up into really the differences. Um, so Andy, talk to me about what you are. <laughs> yeah, well, um, you know, obviously looking back, I can see I've always been an introvert, but uh, it was only when I was about approaching 40 that I realised exactly what an introvert was, you know, kind of, um, you know, I had all the, basically we live in like an extrovert world really where it's all noise and, um, you know, I, I had all the hassles growing up of uh, people saying, why are you so quiet? Mm. You know, you're you're too quiet. You need to, you need to come out of yourself a bit more. And it's like, you know, which kind of like knocked my, con- you know, I didn't have much confidence anyway growing up, but that would kind of knock it out. Um, and it was seen, you know, I kind of, I saw it as a kind of like handicap. I saw it as a kind of weakness growing up. You know, I still, I remember uh, people, you know, you coming out, you know, or you're going to come along to this and then they go, oh, you're boring. You know, they always made this kind of introvert tendency into, um, a negative mm. um you know you can kind of extroverts you know as much as our extroverts are baffled by introverts you know i'm baffled by extroverts um but yeah all, all through my life i kind of um you know when i was a kid i always kind of loved escapism like if i was with a group of people there'd be a certain point where i'd be like i just need to get away I just need to yeah yeah i was driving past some woods the other day near to where i've just moved to and i kind of grew up around there and i remember these I went when I was about even you know nine or ten. I was playing with some mates and we were playing hide and seek, and um, been playing it for a while. And then I just thought I'm just going to go. Yeah. <laughs> I went off hiding. I just got out. The, I just got out of the wood and went. Yeah. You know? And it was that escapism, you know, and um, and all, you know things like you know all the cliche things like you know if I'm planning to go out and suddenly my plans are cancelled, I get this buzz of electricity through me. It's like oh, brilliant. <laughs> You know, what can I do? What can I do now? Yeah, and, yeah, um, yeah. So if I cancel tonight, then. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's that You'd kind of. buzzing right now. Um, so, but for, you know, so going back to your original question, it was kind of like, you know, it, it, 
slightly programmed me to think that um, me being quiet and like like to be on my own, and especially for a man being sensitive, you know, emotional, you know, and you know, growing up tearful, mm. you know, it was a big kind of uh, it was a big felt like a big kind of disability, a big kind of less than what was expected of me generally mm. and, and generally being a man. It wasn't until I, it wasn't until like really social media and that and I kind of, I can't remember exactly how I grabbed onto it. I probably joined a few on Facebook. There's like an introvert group. Um, and it was only then that I, I discovered that there's other people that felt like this. And then it was actually explained that an introvert, you know, they need to recharge their batteries on their own, um, which kind of explained quite a lot um, how they kind of, you know, they, they, they think more, they're more kind of internal mm. extroverts. They just kind of like have to engage out, out of themselves. Introverts, they're more kind of deep thinkers. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't until kind of social media got hold of a few places that kind of explained it. And then there's different book. There's a book by a woman called Susan, somebody or other. It's called The Highly Sensitive Person. Um, and that really, that really went a bit deeper because it was, it kind of mentioned about other traits, like how you're very sensitive to noises. You know, I've always, since I was a kid, I used to hate going to kids' parties because I was just, frantically worried about balloons bursting you know and loud bangs and firework nights always are kind of like yeah and it wasn't so that was explained that's part of the whole introvert highly sensitive person kind of mm. kind of makeup and all that helped to kind of like normalize me a bit and then i kind of like you know i was just looking at um on youtube the other day there was a a girl say sorry a woman in a probably in her late 20s and she was sort of saying you know it, specifically this is my ideal introvert weekend and it was like spending it uh alone uh watching movies eating food on the sofa and she had a dog you know and as someone who's just um got a cat i can really appreciate um an introvert relationship with a person and an animal as yeah. well so yeah um so yeah that was that was the kind of like basic experience of it i suppose yeah because you when we met you and i so obviously i knew what an introvert was what an extrovert was but you really um taught me that it's actually okay to be introverted because i think i think you also mentioned this to me the society is pretty much geared up to be extrovert you know in a job yeah. interview you need to be this you need to be that and it is it, it really is that and i think you know one of the things i take pleasure in talking to friends about who come to me with this like if, we, if we're having a chat and we're talking about they're like oh you know uh, i've got a friend for example whose brother is really extrovert he has to be around people all the time and that's how he recharges but his sister who's a good friend of mine she's not like that and she has to be and she's just like why why am i not more like you know my brother yeah. and, and i said that's because you're an in, you're introverted and she is she's very introverted and you really opened me up to that in terms of um an introvert you know like you covered gets their energy from being around yeah. i mean i do i do like to be around people and you know you you i should also mention to people as well that you you perform in a band and yeah. so so you have that not massively extrovert you're not leaping around on stage no, like there's a singer, i do find that quite uncomfortable guitar, right? i do i was thinking about it on the way here i do find that quite uncomfortable um because it's just me and a singer um and i find that quite unless i've got completely the right head on and i'm feeling pretty confident that day i do feel a bit you know i hate being the center of attention and i hate you know if it's not going right when we're doing a gig and i can feel people looking at me um it can be you know i'm very much a shoegazer yeah <laughs> you know very much staring at my pedals and um and kind of i mean even when i've gigged you know the singer Bless her. She hasn't meant to, but she sort of said, she said stuff like, oh, you know, in between songs, I think Andy should say something now. And it's kind of like, oh, no, 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 no. you're all right. There you go. <laughs> no. And it's kind of like, I mean, I don't think it's any, I don't think it's any coincidence that as an introvert, all my main passionate pursuits are very either solitary 
or they involve just one other person. You yeah, know, yeah. like the music I do, I do it with one other person. I do photography and that's either on my own or with just one other person taking photos of them. Yeah. Cycling, I do on my own. I've had times where I've cycled with other people and I haven't enjoyed it because mm. I feel I don't know how to act around them. It's kind of because I just enjoy cycling and the adventure of it and and I feel like, you know, should I be talking to them? Or, or am I saying yeah, enough? Yeah. And they're talking, you know, or I'm not talking. I think, do they think I'm being, you know, so all that. So I kind of, yeah, it's no, it's no kind of like, uh, it's no kind of chance that all my, all my kind of pursuits are, you know, cafes like, like you, you know, I love going to cafes yeah. on my own and just reading a book or just not reading the book, just kind of being on my own. And I get that really, I can feel myself recharging just by people watching. But I've got a mate. And he's kind of like, um, it's just alien to him. He goes, oh, I can't understand you. You go to cafes on your own. Yeah, yeah. You know, mm. um, I've been on holiday with him and he's an extrovert and he's a really nice bloke. And I think we get on perhaps because we're very much opposite. Yeah. But on holiday, it's kind of like, you know, I remember once I said, oh, I'm going to go off for an hour to buy some presents for my family or whatever. And he was kind of like, oh, <laughs> oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Oh, as if I was just ditching him as if I was breaking up with it's like breaking up with a girlfriend almost <laughs> you know and um I understand that because he can't grasp how I how I recharge yeah he has to be around people he's got a very hectic busy social life because that yeah does it you know yeah and it's that it really is that knowing what you are that is really helpful that certainly helped me because certainly when I was younger in my friendship circles, when I look back and there's nothing wrong with these people at all, but I've definitely grown on different paths from a lot of my friends, you know, um, but that's, that's no one's fault. It's just people do grow apart, but also it was more realizing that I wasn't really suited to a lot of the people in that group. Um, so I'll, I'll go down this little rabbit hole very briefly, but when I used to drink, I was very extroverted a lot of the time made me very extroverted but then there'd be times when i would just want to isolate and drink like in a bus show or something yeah. <laughs> just like a, some somewhere on my own but mm -hmm. um uh the older i've gotten the more i've realized that i'm i'm extrovert to a point you know i can go up on stage and i can i can i'd love to entertain but um i, I predominantly need to be either with people like you who because when an introvert meets another introvert it's very easy isn't it you and i can sit in a coffee shop and just be in silence yeah, yeah. and there's no awkwardness about it that's a really good sign of a really good mm. friendship fit i think but um i certainly have drifted away from friends that probably weren't right for me but i think when you're younger you kind of just assume that that's how these are the people i'm meant to be around with it's just me that's the problem yeah you know what i mean yeah i mean i had, I got, I had that growing up a lot you know, because because of the whole, you know, not just the introvert thing, because I was, well, I suppose because the introvert thing, because I was very sensitive. I grew up in the 70s. I was a boy. I was a male. But I was very emotional. I was very tearful. Um, I was the youngest of three. So if anything was kicking off, I'd be like, Put, get Andrew out of this, you know, you know. Um, and I didn't like myself, basically. You know, I didn't I didn't like who I was or who I th thought I was. And um I so I used masks because I thought um one I kind of didn't really like who I was and I didn't think other people liked who I was as well so I would put on all these masks you know the the class clown I'd follow the fashions my friends followed mm. um because I didn't you know I didn't understand myself you know if I understood I didn't have any confidence in myself and because of that you know I didn't feel worthy and I didn't feel I didn't feel, you know, I definitely didn't like myself. And, you know, and I got into alcoholism through um, wanting to escape. Mm. You know, I, I used to physically escape when I was very young and I used to play truant and I was just escape to my bedroom and that. But when when you're out in the big kind of wide world, you know, alcohol's great for escaping, but being physically present as well with my mates, mm. you know, I'd get to, you know, there's loads of times I, I got to the pub and my mates would be there and they'd be like laughing and chatty and, I'll be there kind of like, don't know what to say. Yeah. Beer or two down me and I'll be like on the same level as them. Yeah. You know, it's unfortunately I went above, I kept going. <laughs> I couldn't, <laughs> they stay on that level and I would just keep going, you know. Yeah. Um, Found the window and then went through it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's basically, but it was basically a tool 
I used to escape myself, escape my introvertism. Mm. You know, but it's, it's not until I kind of like, you know, like I said, discovered exactly what an introvert was that I kind of um, started liking myself, started, you know, knowing it's okay to be sensitive. It's okay as a man to be sensitive. It's okay to cry. You know, it's okay to admit to crying. Yeah. Um, you know, but, you know, there is kind of, there is kind of a dual, you know, it's a double-edged sword really, because, you know, I found in relationships, you know, there's a classic introvert saying, which is, um, you know, I want to find someone to spend the rest of my life with who will leave me alone for most of the time, Yeah. you know, and that's exactly how I, how I am really mm. with my, with my relationships and uh, I've had with women, girlfriends and marriages and stuff. It's kind of like I get to a certain there's been yeah, I remember you know, I remember nights out, just thinking about nights out with my girlfriend and other friends and that. And I I just I just feel caged. And yeah. I felt kind of like caged in and I'm I just can't be myself. Mm. Even, you know. And um and I kind of like, you know, and I got into that, you know, I was into that relationships and it was kind of like living with women and, and it was like, you know, I can't, I can't do the routine of like we've said, you know, being Q on Sundays and that kind of, you know, I like, and I, I think it's to do with being introvert because you, I get, I get charged by doing this. I get charged by doing it. It's kind of waking up and thinking, right, I'm going to jump on a train and go to London yeah. You know, or, and people find this weird, you know, I'm going to jump in the car and go to Brighton and buy a guitar yeah. or have a look at a guitar shop. Might not buy anything, but I'll come back. And that would be great for me, you know. Yeah. Um, so, it's, yeah, it's, it's the, you know, and I've had the, I have it with, um, you know, I live with my brother and we get on really well because he's, he's not as introvert as me. He's kind of half between introvert and extrovert. But I got to a certain point then where I kind of like, I just want to live on my own. Yeah. You know, it got a bit yeah. kind of like, you know, he, even him, he wasn't really there that much, but it was like, it just felt kind of caged in. Yeah. Um, so do you predominantly gravitate to other introverts? Because for for me in relationships, um, pe- people, because I'm very extroverted if I'm, I don't know, if I'm down the gym or something, I I've, I've constantly feel the need to, I'm fine being me, but I, I constantly slip into this thing where I'm, I, I am very extroverted as a, a person at work, for example, sometimes I, I, I can be very yeah. put on this kind of, um, it's not a front because it's part of who I am, but it's people assume that I'm attracted to a really introvert, extroverted people, but I'm not, I'm predominantly attracted to introverted, you know, women, for example, and, and people that are just a little bit, Hey, you know, just not yeah, in your face. Not kind of draining. Uh, yeah. So what about in terms of you? You Well, I mean, my, my, two or two serious relationships and they were both at times where i didn't understand what an introvert was and i was drinking as well but in, in you know i gave up i gave up drinking um 2008 and uh and i remember once there was uh and this is where kind of understand the introvert thing kind of i got awareness of it because there was this one girl i was like really into and um she was very kind of extroverted. Um, I really liked her. And I kind of, because of that, I kind of, I mean, she kind of like, you know, the cliche thing, she did bring me a lie and I did want to be around her. And I was a bit, you know, I was quite buzzed around her. Yeah, yeah. But she'd be kind of like, and I, but after, you know, after a while on the same day kind of thing, I, I'd feel like, oh, this is, I'm just putting this on now. I'm mm. just putting this on this kind of like, oh, I remember like um, she came around and we were watching a, a film and um, we were just laying there. She's laying, laying on, laying on safe together. And, and she, during the film, she said, you're right. You're not enjoying this, are you? I said, no, right. you know, because I'm just laying there watching the film yeah. where she, you know, and I like, you know, I like the film, but she, she needs external kind of validation. I don't know. Or she needs me to, because she's, she would sort of comment on things during the film and that, and I didn't really. Yeah, yeah. I think she found that I, I was saying I was in a mood, or yeah. she did that a few times. Yeah. But it got got to a point where I remember 
there's a few times being out with her and I she was like you know bouncing off the walls kind of attitude and I was just like oh, I just can't yeah and I'm just absolutely drained yeah you know it was kind of um and at the time I thought I really want this woman to be in my life but looking back it would not have lasted because um yeah. you know I always, it's that kind of thing and I don't mean this in a way that's disparaging between either of us it was kind of like I felt I wouldn't be enough for her and I thought she'd be too much for me kind right, of thing. Yeah, you know, yeah. I wouldn't be enough for her because she's always kind of like, she wants stimulation. Yeah. She needs kind of like, you know, attention. Um, and, but she would be giving me too much of that and I'd be like actually just battered by Yeah, yeah. <laughs> battered by it, you know. It's a really interesting thing that is, and I think it comes with age in terms of you knowing what you like in a person because so many people assume that I am attracted to massively extrovert people, which uh, I, I like to be around extroverts, and because I, I am, I'm really conflicted. Really, I mean, I am. An, I, there's part of me that's massively extroverted, but when I used to drink, it was it was always on, like ninety percent of the time, unless I was on my own. When it got you know bad, it was like I was intro, uh, I was extroverted, and I was always performing, trying to make people laugh, and just being really animated. Mm. And I always remember describing myself as God, I feel so misunderstood because I'm not like that. And actually doing these podcasts, I'm, I'm basically being me. And so that's what I've mentioned in these podcasts before that I'm not comfortable with really doing these, which is kind of weird because here we are, but, <laughs> but this is me being me. Do you know what I mean? And then you're, you're, you're somebody as a mate that I can be ex exactly as I am around and i think it's the same view isn't it yeah, likewise. Like, yeah, yeah, so it's not it's not draining being around you at all i can yeah. sit in silence with you or we can just sit and just be like yeah, you yeah. know whatever and that's the kind of friendships that i think um i've described in podcast episodes before that if you're going through a breakup or something that's the kind of friendships you need isn't it it's mm -hmm. the kind of yes it's good to have a mix of maybe an, an extrovert as i can be that will you know give you a bit of energy when you need it but predominantly it's good to be around your tribe isn't it and your yeah, I mean, I think I think the more I've kind of understood what an introvert is, the one more I've understood what I am, you know, and become kind of okay with it, being sensitive and stuff like that. Um, the more I, I, can't, I don't know, the more I can't fake fake not being an introvert, mm. and the more I kind of, I suppose, I attract. And because I because I don't fake it, the more introvert side of the spectrum I attract. Because yeah. if people are draining me, I just like I got you know I just have to get out, get out yeah, of your space. Yeah. You know, I have to go. I'm yeah. not even. I'm not going to fake it. You know, um, no work meetings. You know, I find those quite quite painful. If you know, I'm in a work meeting and I don't feel I've got anything to say yeah yeah and i feel well, i should be saying something that's so interesting you say that because yeah and because a, a guy an extrovert funny enough he said to me about 20 years ago he goes oh his mentor at work told him that uh, in a meeting you should try and make yourself heard within the first 10 minutes so if if i've got the right head on i'll say something in the first 10 minutes even if i don't need to say it even if i kind of um it's not massively relevant um because i just come away from meetings sometimes you know i was in a meeting a few weeks ago and there's quite a few people in the meeting but it wasn't really anything that i could comment on you know and i'm i don't want to be one of these people that would just fill space for the sake of it because i feel i should be heard or even though what i've just said i don't feel i should fill space to let people know i'm there mm. but then at the end of it i come away thinking i kind of beat myself up a bit thinking everybody thinks i'm a twat <laughs> you know yeah. you know why is he so quiet or he should have said something and yeah i'm a bit better these days but um but yeah i can't i can't i can't fake kind of being around people i don't really yeah gel with if they're extrovert and and that you know and that's probably why i've been pretty much single for for years because the right the right person hasn't come along you know and the people that have come along have been kind of like um 
extrovert or just energy stealers. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's interesting you said about the meetings thing, because I relate to that. Um, uh, in jobs, I'm generally, I'm not extrovert all the time, but I, but I am the performer a lot of the time. And often when I slip back into just being me, people just notice straight away and they go, well, you're right. There's nothing wrong with that, but it's just, I, yeah. it's a real difficult mix for me, I find. But I think one of the other things I wanted to say, following on from what you said, is um, not being able to fake it. Mm. And I think that comes also when you, like when you were, I'm not saying this is just an age thing, but when I was younger and I was in a friendship group, and I don't know why you don't really choose them necessarily, but you're just in a friendship group from school and it bleeds kind of into adult life. Other, and and you might not relate to any of these people. I always thought, oh, it's me that's the problem here. Or subconsciously yeah. thinking, well, I'm the one that doesn't fit in here. But once you once you find people that are your tribe, as like, yeah. you know, you're one of my closest mates. Yeah. And once you find people that are the way you are, you're right. You can't fake it because you actually know that it's okay to be you and so when you're around that kind of energy, sometimes it's, think, it's yeah, like people that say, oh, I'm crazy, me. Yeah. No, you're not. People that say that, they're not, are they? That's been I think it's all kind of like, I think, I think the older you get, it's kind of like, and you, you kind of, the more you understand yourself, the more, the more authentic you are, you know, the more transparent you are of yourself and, and with other people and situations, it's kind of like, uh, when I was younger, it's like, oh, I, I should be talking to these people if I've got nothing I need to say. Whereas now it's kind of like, I've got nothing I need to say. Yeah. You know, and it's kind of, and I said, you know, and you get to, you know, you get, once you get past certain age, you lose the energy of youth as well. And, um, you know, I, I pretty much say the older I get, the more I feel the more introverted I'm getting. I love living on my own. Um, I love living with my cat now um because it's just like having another introvert it's great because it's kind of like um you know the cat is authentic you know if, it, if it's showing you love you know it loves you yeah if it's trying to scratch your eyes out you know it's pissed <laughs> off of you you know and yeah but you kind of like so you're both in this flat together but you both give each other space yeah and if you want to come together you know it's a genuine kind of thing you know yeah and i can't yeah, I just can't, I don't know, I just can't be around situations now where, like you said, the friendship groups when I was younger, I kind of, uh, I don't think I've got, I've got one friend, my oldest friend from about 1988, um, and we meet, we meet up a few times a year, and she's, she's a really good friend, and she, I was out with her the other week and that, and I, we were talking about, I can't remember what we talking about, talking about kind of philosophical stuff, and I said, oh, I'm not, I said, I'm not a lad, I'm not into ladism. And, and she goes, oh, no, 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 you're not. And she sort of sort of said, you know, but that's what I kind of, one of the things I like about you mm. is you don't, you don't put on that kind of yeah. BS, you know. Yeah. And, um, you know, looking back on my friendship groups when I was a kid, I fell in with them. And I, I felt, I always felt like the kind of, you know, the odd person in the group. I felt all the other people were friends and I was the odd person. Yeah. Um, and now I'm, which kind of bothered me, but now I'm kind of like, like you say, all my friendship, I've got a lot less friends now, but the ones I have got are genuine, yeah. genuine friends who I want to see. Yeah. You know, and I don't, it's not like a, it's not out of a kind of, oh, I must see them because we're friends kind of attitude. It's yeah. you know, and it's not a regular kind of like, see this person that night or that you know it's, it's as and when you know i think you know and i hope people appreciate that um even though i don't see them every week or whatever you know it's just the way i am i'm not one of these people who needs to see everybody every day yeah i need my kind of space and then um you know going back to girlfriends and stuff like that you know i need a lot of space so i can come back and we can talk about what you've been up to then what you've been up to yeah. you know as opposed to living on top of each other and yeah, you so know, you need space for soul. Clean the as bathroom. you described to me before, soul nourishment. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Speaking of nourishment, I'm going to have a little sip of the uh, the tea here. <sighs> Lovely sip of the tea. Hmm. 
beautiful, beautiful cup of tea, which has gone a little bit cold now, but you know, I don't mind. I don't mind a cold tea. Andy, what, what tips would you, or what coping strategies, not coping strategies, that's probably the wrong phrase, isn't it? But what tips would you give to people um, who maybe are in uh, a friendship circle where they think, oh, actually, this has raised some question marks. And, you know, what What would be your advice? Because you, as I say before, you really helped me out when well, we've known each other for a long time now. And you, what you said to me really stuck with me over the years, which is that it's, it's actually okay to be introverted mm. and it's okay to actually want to be around, you know, similar people all by yourself to recharge mm. your batteries. You, you, it's, Cause I think one of the things you said, which I covered before is it, we are pretty much designed. Everything is catered for the extrovert in terms of, you know, how are you supposed to come across in job interviews and uh, um, yeah. just in general, isn't it? The world is kind of catered yeah, for the society extrovert. society is kind of like, um, it's geared, it's like an extrovert kind of uh, world, you know, and if you're not an extrovert, then you're kind of deemed uh, less than, especially in sort of social media, you know, various, you know, social media, especially, um, uh you know, in, in lots of ways, I mean, social media, you know, if you look at it, of course, everybody gives their best version of themselves on social media with like videos or photos, you know, if you see videos of people with lots of friends having a great time on the beach or whatever, partying. I just Photoshop mine in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And um, you get, that can get you down, but you got, you got to remember it's kind of, but then I think, would I like to be in that situation where it's just like, loads of noise, loads of people that are drunk, you know, loud, noisy. And I think, no, I don't really want to be in that. Yeah. You know, I think I think the first thing, you know, the only advice I can give really is just to kind of, is to just understand yourself, you know, get to know yourself and be authentic with yourself. Um, you know, I can only speak from my point of view, which is kind of like, you know, I, I thought, like I said, I thought being an introvert was disability i thought i was less than i thought you know i should be the person who cracks jokes to everybody makes everybody laugh and the life and soul of the party you know you get all these phrases which are kind of like seemingly positive you know your life and soul of the party or you're great laugh you are yeah. oh yeah you don't stop talking you know he's got all these you know and that can make an introvert you kind of think well immediately you think well i'm not like that and i should be like that but because i'm not like that yeah i'm less than you know yeah. so the first thing is to kind of like um get to know yourself i mean there's lots of from a practical point of view there's lots of introvert websites there's lots of introvert groups you know and just knowing you're not alone you know youtube is great for introvert mm. stuff because it just yeah. shows you how people spend their time yeah and these aren't people that you know these are you know i don't want to sound superficial but these are young attractive people who you think would be out partying or have you know blokes who have loads of women hanging off them and girls with loads of blokes after them yeah because that's kind of how we're programmed again yeah. to see people yeah these people they kind of you know they, they 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 sort of tell you it's okay to spend your time on your own um and just just be just being who you are finding out who you are like i found out that um i don't like going out to big groups of uh parties or functions or pubs and that you know i'll do it begrudgingly if i have to if it's like a fa even like family events i'm a bit better with them but even then it's a bit kind of like um i still feel a bit like a bit of a spare part yeah but I'm kind of okay with that. I'm, I'm more kind of, instead of, I used to think, oh, everybody thinks I'm an idiot. Because I know, I know that's the way I am. And if I feel a spare part, it's okay. It's kind of like, that's just the way I am. Yeah. You know, and it's almost like a superpower. I find it sometimes because then you find uh, people, because you you find there's a lot of extroverts. I found this. If you go to a place where there's extroverts and that, they love talking about themselves. You know, they don't, yeah. 
if I if I'm if I go to somewhere and there's a few people and there's a bit of a silence, I I will sort of say, "How's your week been?" Something like yeah. that, you know. Yeah. But if you go with extroverts, like I, I remember specifically, I had a family do, and there's some kind of uh, related family I haven't seen for a while there, and everybody was talking about themselves and blah blah blah, and I was sort of saying, "Oh, we've been up to blah blah blah." blah. Then there was a silence. And I do this with people sometimes. I thought, I'm not going to feel that silence. I'm going to wait for yeah, them to ask yeah. something about me. And they don't. They don't because it's all kind of like, you know. <laughs> Waiting for it's the It's all train. kind of external, you know. Yeah. That's um, a really, um, that's a, a, a an interview technique as well, that whole waiting for the silence. Yeah, yeah. It's so, I, I, do you know, it's so powerful that, that it, it's, it's like you have to fill the gap. If you're a people pleaser, it, you have yeah, to fill yeah. the gap, don't you? Exactly. And it's that yeah. kind of like, and it is a kind of, what I like is when I'm around people and they don't understand me because they're extrovert and I'm introvert. And then because I kind of, if I've got the right head on and I'm being authentic, it doesn't mean I'm quiet. It just means I'm going to say, say what I want to say when I say it. And what sometimes happens is an extrovert will kind of like think, actually, you know, typical extrovert thing. He's not quiet and shy. Yeah. I'm not shy. I'm just introvert. He's not mm. quiet and shy. He's all right. And they kind of engage with you a bit more and they kind yeah. of. Yeah. Is it, is a difficult one to get across that? Cause I don't want to come across on this podcast. Cause obviously I know you, mm. but people listening won't know you. And um, it, yeah, I mean, you're funny. You're certainly not shy. Cause I mean, you go to gigs, you know, you go up to London, you do street photography, you, you, you meet people that want to just ha have some street photography done and, and that's that's kind of um, I really admire that, you know. What I mean, and you you get you have all these gigs with your bands when you when you're active. And for me, that's like whoa. I mean, I've done the band thing many many years ago, but but now I'm like, oh, I don't know, you know, crowds of people. <laughs> so, but but also, I think I just I'm quite keen to get across that it's not about um, wanting to be completely isolated on your own. It's like for me, I've really struggled with in my younger days particularly and now as well i really struggle with the loneliness sometimes but it, mm. and it's a real contradiction when you are sometimes if you're feeling like desperately alone but you're at a function and you're like well i better go because yeah. you want to go home and then you get home and you're like oh i feel really alone it really, it really <laughs> so like and i didn't really understand that when i was much younger as well like this whole uh this whole like oh, i'm really lonely but i just Mm, I, I really want a connection um it's like that saying isn't it it's like the other saying i said earlier is it's like you know i want to be noticed but left alone at the same time i want people to notice me but leave me alone yeah. you know yeah and it's kind of like for me it's that kind of you know like today i was working from home just me and the cat uh and you know you do start getting a bit cabin fever so i just go to the local cafe at lunchtime on my yeah. own uh, a cup of coffee and people watch i've got a book read yeah. my book then i come away and i'm because i've been around people but i don't have to necessarily engage with them yeah you know and it's right what you say it doesn't mean you're kind of like um aloof or anything like that though you know that's been something people have said to me in the past yeah it's part of my introvert kind of thing they, they just think i'm aloof you mm. know a bit kind of arrogant maybe because... yeah i think it's quite easy to misunderstand an introvert sometimes like i don't want to be uh um i don't want to come across as like hey introverts just want to be single that's not the case at all no, is no. it you know introverts me particularly i'm very affectionate etc and i love being in a relationship but it's it has to be um with uh obviously just the right kind of fit it's definitely it? that quality and, over quantity it's that kind of like you know i remember when years ago about 10 15 years ago some guy said to me, um, he goes, oh, you know, you know, everybody you do. And what, looking back, what he meant was without realising it was that I know quite a lot of people, but I'm not actually friends with. Yeah, yeah. A lot of them. Yeah. And, you know, over time, my kind of quality over quantity is kind of like, you know, I've got probably, you know, I've got, you know, you're a good mate. got my, my oldest friend I mentioned earlier. Um, got the singer from my duo. I've got um, uh, guys to live with. You know, I could probably got five, maybe six quality Close one, friends yeah. who um, I spend time with. And, and because of that, it's that kind of like, you know, perfect 
interaction with me really is kind of like just meeting someone for coffee mm. for an hour or two. Yeah. Because you get there, you haven't seen it for a while, so you're catching up, you're having coffee. And then after an hour or two, it's that kind of, you get to a natural, for me anyway, as an intro, I get to a natural kind of point where it's like, okay, I'm spent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of thing I'm done. Yeah, that is another thing to mention as well, isn't it? The, uh, uh, like I'm good with going to things. Um, like if, you know, if I've not seen people for a while, it's great to sort of be around people and that extrovert side comes out. I love to entertain and make people, try and make people laugh. Uh, try being the other <laughs> word but um there is you do reach that point then when you think right i need to i need to go home. but i need to emphasize also that doesn't mean that i don't want to be around anybody um do you know what i mean it's it just means that i need to go and be around yeah another i think it's you just get you do i mean physically i just feel tired i feel like i've given my energy mm. you know it's like a battery draining you know and then i need to yeah. go away and people think, people think that I need to go away and lock myself in my flat and go to bed to recharge. Yeah. And what I do a lot of the time, you know, um, I'll meet a friend for coffee, spend an hour or two with them. Then I'll go, you know, whichever town we're in, I go off around town shopping on my own. Yeah. You know, and that recharges me just because I'm kind of on my own. Yeah. I'm kind of doing what interests me. I, you know, going to, I don't know, looking at a guitar shop or mm. bookshop, you know, bookshops like Waterstones, you know, I could spend hours in there and that really recharges me. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's that kind of, you know, it's not going home and being on your own and being kind of a victim of being in, in, in being introvert. It's not being a victim. It's being, you just, your, um, your body and your soul just is different to an extrovert's. Yeah. you know and uh you know i look at things like you know if someone said what's your worst case scenario as an introvert you would say put me in a big brother situation really? put me in a big brother house you know i'd last about you know Being i would i would yourself. within a day i would i would <laughs> break as many rules as i can just or, or try and scale the fence yeah because i can't you know i just can't i'm just i just can't do the small talk yeah Small talk drains me, you know. People, people drain me. I was out. I was out. That sounded, that sounded really bad. People drain me. But if I if I'm with someone and they're just talking at me, you know, you think you think it wouldn't drain me, but it, it, I'm battered. My energy yeah. gets battered by air energy. It really is about meeting those the right people, isn't it? It's yeah, a, about getting the right friendship circle, and I think it's easier for extroverts to meet other extroverts and be you know gregarious and out and about but with, when you're an introvert it is it is um harder i think to find those those friendships and those relationships i think and that's all it is isn't it it's just really about finding the right friendships because it is an interesting one when when and i've had it in in jobs as well uh i can come across very extroverted and I was working for this guy who was um, ex-military and he was very, very, very extrovert. And uh, he just couldn't get his head around. The, there was something he couldn't pinpoint with me, like when we were out at a social function. I obviously wasn't drinking at that point because I'd, I'd quit at that point. But um, and they were all drinking and he just couldn't. I could tell he was looking at me thinking, what's with this guy? Mm. You know, he was like. Why? Baffles him. Yeah, yeah, it really, it really, it really kind of bothered him. I think, not that he, you know, it's not all about me, and he cared, he cared that much. But it, I could tell that there was a, what's what's with this guy? You know, why isn't he uh, being bold and gregarious yeah. and, uh, and this is throwing himself around the room? And I do to a point. Like if I'm, if I pick up a guitar and I'll do, you know, I'm cool with that. But put me in front of a group of people for more than I don't know, you know, a little bit of time, and I'm really, I'm really uncomfortable, and it's. Yeah, it's I, think, I, think I, I think that's one of the things as well. It's that kind of like, you know, I've talked about, or we've talked about being an introvert and as introverts, understanding ourself and how it's okay to be sent. You know, the other side of the coin is, you know, is for extroverts to appreciate introverts as well. You know, yeah. it's going to be harder because they're not introverts, but realize that it is, so, you know, this is the way we don't function like them. You yeah. know, 
we don't talk as much as them. We, you know, we um, that, that's a that's a kind of. But this is not a, this is not a hating the extrovert. Uh, no, podcast. no, no. It's, it's that kind of it's that kind of. You know, like to, I said earlier, I said I'm, I'm I've got some extrovert people that I know that I'm I'm just baffled. You know, I get exhausted by them telling me about their social life. Yeah, yeah. You know what they're doing, and uh, yeah. and as much as that baffles me, you know, I know I know I baffle them as much by my kind of like mm. staying with the cat playing guitar on my own. Yeah, uh, doing a binge of some Netflix thing on my own, you know, or going to a coffee shop on my own, reading a book. Yeah, you know, it's like yeah, horror, horror, horror. Yeah, it is. I've had people say to me before, like when when people really get to know me. And they go, oh, you, you are different, aren't you? Like the social yeah. me is very, I mean, I think this is true of everyone. It's not an exclusively, uh, it's not an exclusive thing by any stretch, but it, but it is interesting when people have got to know me and they go, oh yeah, you're very, you're, yeah. you're very quiet. You know what I mean? And uh, it's just like, I'm part, as part of me is loud and part of me, a big part of me is not. So I can be the loud karaoke person. Yeah. As soon as I've done that, I, I then want to go and sit in a corner. You know what I mean? I yeah. just want to go and be around my other sit in a corner friends. Yeah, with, with and those people. Going back to your original question about advice and that, you know, not that I'm an expert, but that is, you know, that is the thing to go for. It's kind of like just be comfortable doing what you want to do. If you want to go and sit in the corner away from everybody, you're comfortable doing that, then do it. Mm. You know, if you, because that that will be more. That's more authentic and less energy draining than people pleasing. Yeah. You know, which is kind of like being someone you're not. Um, you know, and it's it's, it's just, you know, it's that kind of the ultimate is just being comfortable in your own skin. And I think you know that, and that comes across when you're that kind of authentic. That comes across as kind of, you know, people do kind of look at you and think, oh, he's quiet, but he's confident. Mm. You know, and that is. And that is attracting. You know, I've seen this online where people say that isn't a real attractive quality to. I call it mysterious. Yeah. And when I do it, I use that voice. You no, know, the whole Clint Eastwood. Mysterious. The whole Clint Eastwood thing. You know. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you know, basically, I come to the conclusion that you know I can't be anybody else apart from who I am. Mm. You know, so I and uh, it's a lot. It's a lot easier. You know, it might not be. You know, it might not have perfect world i want yeah but it's a lot it's a lot easier being trying to be who i am yeah as an introvert um as opposed to you know just being yeah. someone who i'm not you know one of the things i want to touch on very quickly is um i don't want to keep going back to the drink thing here but th- i want to mention this um because i want to get your experience on this as well when i stopped drinking this time around touchwood one day at a time um i didn't really know who i was and i know that sounds quite dramatic but what i mean is i i was alcohol although i it was i did isolate myself a lot with it it really brought out my extrovert tendencies in the early drinking you know what i mean as in like the first couple of hours or yeah. whatever before it got really dark in <laughs> late at night and i was kind of trying to just find a, a really under a bridge or something <laughs> but like and so when i quit I suddenly went back to who I was before I picked up a drink in the first place, if that makes sense. So I went back to this predominantly introvert person, whereas when I was drinking, I was predominantly extroverted. And then I was like, well, who am I then? And I, what I found mm-hmm. is when I stopped was I started to go back to the the, the true me, if that makes sense. And I, I found that very confusing because I was like, uh, but, I, but I am this outgoing person, aren't I? Yeah. And then it was like, well, actually, no, I wasn't. That was kind of like chemically yeah. enhanced me yeah. how, how have you found yeah i mean i mean i definitely used uh alcohol as a bridge to normal living when i was out in a social situation you know um you, you know and in situation like being bands you know playing live you know I, I never did a sober gig in about 25 years you know mm. but it was definitely um when I quit drinking, it was definitely, there's definitely, um, I basically had to, part of it was working out why I drank, you know, what it was covering up. And part of that was because I didn't like being in, I didn't realise it at the time, but it's kind of like, 
I didn't like who I was as an introvert. I didn't like being sensitive. I didn't like yeah. um, being uh, fragile. I don't know if that's the right word, but... Um, yeah, it gave you extrovert Yeah, it kind of like... Yeah. It was like a suit of armour. You know, you drank, you put a suit of armour on you. You know, yeah. you felt a little bit more robust in the world. Yeah. When I gave up, it was... Um, I went through a stage for probably about a year and a half where I still I mean friends of mine knew I'd given up drink but I still met them at pubs yeah and it was weird and it was kind of it was I can't let you start to realize how much you use drink for a social life and how much you use drink I don't mean to sound badly to get on with other people because mm. I don't there's not really anybody I used to drink with that I still friends with now probably one person my friend yeah um my oldest friend um but we were chatting about it the other week actually me and my oldest friend she said she thinks the reason we've still got a really good friendship like best friends is because we were friends before i drank yeah 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 we were friends before i drank and then i drank yeah um and then we've definitely got a stronger relationship sober mm. i mean it was it, again it was kind of like just working out who I was you know I wasn't the person I was when I was drinking I had to face things sober that I used to have to face drinking uh, including social situations and stuff and um, I don't want to go into too much about the whole side of it but I had certain you know fellowship and things like that which would give me confidence to go into those kind of situations um and it, it was just you know i remember when i go out drinking it's like oh i'm not gonna have a life now you know life's over you know but looking back i didn't have a life yeah yeah you know and i've made such a, a better life myself being sober and you know and i can honestly go keep going back to that word authentic you know it took me a while to get there because i remember i remember i went out I hadn't drunk for about a year and a half, and I went out on my birthday. I look back at it now, and it's like, just, well, I don't know why I did it. I went, I got talked into going on a pub crawl in London, and I wasn't drinking. I was drinking coffee, <laughs> coffee and... That sounds hell. I was that with about six, six friends who were friends yeah. during my drinking. Yeah. And um, we went around a pub crawl around the West End, and it was like... I didn't question it at the time. Like now I look back and think, what was my logic behind that? And funny yeah. enough, I didn't enjoy it, you know. Yeah. And funny enough, I don't really see those people anymore. Yeah. You know, my best mate when I was drinking, who was my best man at my wedding. As soon as I stopped drinking, I realised drink was our our kind of interface. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I couldn't be around him really. Yeah. Um, so it was it was definitely it was definitely trying to work out um who I was and having the confidence to adjust to this world in a more sort of authentic mm. kind of way, you know, and that meant a lot of changes, you know, a lot of changes in um, internally, about how I thought about myself, yeah, you know, and how, um, how I viewed myself, a lot of changes externally in what kind of situations I put myself in, who I had around me, who I wanted to have around me. Mm. Uh, and then things that kind of grew naturally from that, like, you know, finding things that nourish my soul, like cycling, yoga, all these kind of things that um, fill me with positivity. And that positivity, again, enhanced my authenticity. You know, I come out, you know, come away from cycling, feeling great, massively positive. Yeah. And feeling completely authentic with that. Yeah, you know, as opposed to, you know, trying to fake some kind of mask, you know, that just didn't make, make me feel it just made me feel less than doing that, yeah. you know. But it's also interesting to note. I mean, you're a really good example of an introvert that, because what I don't want to come across as is saying, oh, introverts, uh, just stay inside kids and don't you know do anything but yeah. you but you're a great example of you know you got to you have days where you just go up to london with your camera and you'll yeah, just go yeah, and yeah. speak to people or you'll have a gig booked and you're going 
play with your, you know, in your band. And, and so introverts can be mighty as well. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like, just cause yeah, it's like, it's, again, it's an extrovert view of introverts probably that we're shy and we stay in and we're mousy and we kind of like hide under a duvet and whatever, but it just means we do things differently. You know, I love, uh, I love the buzz, you know, of going up to London fire you know if i'm doing photography you know i've advertised on gumtree for a model you know and invariably people reply and i arranged to meet them i get that buzz of traveling up to london on my own again it's that you're around people but you don't have to interact with them and that kind of you're energizing it's kind of yeah. but you're nervous because you're kind of what's this person gonna be like and you meet this person invariably they're all right and you go around you know wherever you are for an hour or two and then you you know have a good time and then you come away from that and you're on your own again and you yeah. just get the buzz the buzz yeah, of that because some of the people that you photograph are clearly extroverted like because it's based in london and you're in and around different buildings yeah. in london in different kind of urban situations there's been some really interesting people that you photograph so you're mixing with yeah every type of person when you go out and do yeah that stuff. i mean so that's really i think that's a really positive i mean i think i think the one like going just the photography is kind of like you know i'm an okay photographer so I've got that confidence that, you know, I'm probably going to get some good pictures. Mm. So I feel like I can already hold my own in that, in that kind of, in, in that part of the situation where I'm going to do a good job. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's kind of, there's been, yeah, I mean, again, it's, it goes back to, you know, could I have done this when I first was trying to realize I was an introvert and wasn't drinking or using any of these masks? don't think I could have done because I, w- I wouldn't have been confident enough as an introvert to kind of mm. be confident at doing yeah. that, you know, um, you know, and doing the music. That's kind of, again, that goes back to like the photography. It's kind of like, you know, I can play the guitar. Okay. So I know I'm probably going to do an okay job at whatever I'm doing. I'm not, you know, if I was in a band of four or five people, it might be a different story. Mm. Um, and I have been in bands before of four or five people and I've felt, uh, I did a good job. I just felt like a hired hand. I couldn't, wasn't like a friend. I was just like a, yeah, just coming along to play the guitar. I think the thing with the introvert is it's, it's low key. I think is so you, what you, what, what you're saying is, is that you can have the confidence, but you, you don't have to go and shout it, isn't it? That's yeah. the message. Cause I, I've always been quite low key. I remember once I had a car and uh, it wasn't a massively uh, amazing car or anything, but it was, it was quite a fast car, but this was back in the nineties when uh, it was, it was fashionable to have big silver letters on the back of your car, telling you what the engine was and how fast it was. Do you Mm -hmm. you remember that? Like the 2.5 liter or whatever turbo. And my car had nothing on the back of it. And that's how I bought it. And I loved it because it was, it did its thing but it didn't advertise it. Yeah, and that's yeah, kind yeah. of how I feel that's like a really I good analogy. Of, yeah. I am Well, I don't feel the need to kind of like bang. I'm not massively prolific on social media, but I think the point I'm trying to make to people is, is so introverts, you can still be confident in what you're doing is what we're saying, isn't it? You can still yeah. have that level of confidence, but you just project it differently. Maybe it's okay not to be like, Hey everyone, look yeah, at this yeah. you know what i mean I think, I think as an introvert you kind of realize if you if you start sh- your ego start shouting about stuff i think you kind of get aware that you're probably being a bit of a dick yeah you know and um i mean it's, it's a very good analogy you did and it is it, it, it's true it's kind of like you know i think it's that kind of like because you're inter you're more internal than an extrovert you internalize it's like doing um a steam of relax for people you know um you don't have to tell people about it you know and to the extent that if you do tell someone about it you realize that it's just your ego showing off yeah you know um and it is you know i do feel quite uncomfortable blowing my own trumpet with with stuff yeah you know i'm very much in so much i'm sort of self-deprecating yeah someone says someone says oh like you know that's a really good photograph or that's a great song you've written it's like, uh, and I kind of like, uh, no, no, don't say that stuff, sort of stuff. You know. Yeah, I'm the same. So one of the things I struggle with is because um, I've got the extrovert tendencies, 
but predominantly introvert like i'll i'm not prolific on social media but i'll put i'll post something when i'm having an extrovert flush <laughs> and then i'll be like have this real uncomfortability about that yeah. i posted and sometimes i'll just take it down do you ever do that yeah i think is that kind of authentic goes back to the authentic thing again you kind of think i think sometimes your ego might kick in and think yeah this is great and i want everybody else to see it you know and then you put it on and you think actually i feel a bit of a twat yeah i didn't really need to post that or yeah it's a bit preachy or, mm. or whatever it doesn't sit right with your soul yeah and you think well let's get rid of it yeah i have that yeah it's that awareness again isn't it it's that awareness of being so it goes back to the kind of like the old behavior of thinking, oh, I want to do this so people like me. Yeah. I want to post this so people like me and I get loads of likes. And then, but then it, your authentic psychics in thinking, actually, uh, doesn't sit right with me. And that yeah. kind of overrides the, you know, the fix of uh, popularity. Mm. You know, definitely, I've definitely, definitely had that. I definitely fall victim to it, but. So awareness, you know. Yeah. It's just pushing through it, I think. I still I still haven't got I enjoy doing these podcasts, but I'm I'm not comfortable with it, I would say. Like I I like doing it because I'm creative and I want to do something that I think will help people. Cause I've had that itch for a long time to kind of like, yeah. oh, I want to do something, but I'm not sure. Do I do a YouTube channel? Oh, I'm not sure. But when I'm just being me, like I'm comfortable with you and people I know, obviously, but but generally being this open, um, not cracking jokes all the time is kind of like, oh, I'm not really sure I'm comfortable with that. And it's, do you get this thing where you kind of think, I'm probably going off on a tangent here, but like, I'm, you really battle with yourself. Like, I'm not very good at publicizing myself. Like, I don't have the extrovert. Hey, boom, look, everyone. Uh, and when I do do stuff, I sometimes struggle and think, ah, is it okay? Or I'll run something past somebody. I'll go, oh, I've done something. I've done a funny video. I'm going to post that. Or is it okay? You know what I mean? Just... Yeah, I have, I have that a lot with, um, even though I think something's good, like a photograph or a song or something like that, part of me will will kind of need a bit of validation yeah. from other people. Not in an egotistic kind of way, I don't, well, I hope not. It's just that, um, again, but again, I've had people not liking photographs and songs and I've got to a stage now where it's like, well, I don't really care. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like it. Yeah. And it's kind of like, if you don't like it, then again, again, it's not an ego. That's not an egotistical thing. It's like a bit, you just get broader minded and thinking, well, we're not all the same. We don't all like the same things. I've got to be an egomaniac. If I think everybody's going to like me or, or like everything that I yeah, do. Exactly. And it's just that kind of acceptance. As long as I, for the right reasons, like, what I've done, um, then that's kind of all that matters, really. Yeah. You know, it's much better than me writing a song or taking a photograph in a way that's, in a way that's people pleasing. So I take a photograph in a certain way because it's not really how I want to take it, but it's how they, I think they would want it or society wants it. Yeah. Or like music, you know, thinking, Oh, I better put the chorus in 30 seconds in, not two minutes. I can't make this song five minutes long. It needs to be three minutes. Yeah, right. You know, it's just tough shit. <laughs> if I can swear. If I can like swear. You, you can, you can. It's, um, it's just, again, it's that kind of, as long as I'm happy with it and it's not harming anybody, then that's, that's it. Yeah. You know? Yeah, not, there's no ego involved. And I want to say, do you like the imposter syndrome cafe? Uh, well, do you like the drinks we serve? Authentically. I'm after some validation. Do you like the, <laughs> you no, liking think, the cafe? Think, you liking the drinks we serve? I think served? it's great, and I think it's great in that it is a voice for different people to who wouldn't normally, you know, it's not, it's not a platform for, as far as I understand it, for extrovert people to come in and say, I'm great. Well, that's next week. <laughs> <laughs> it's a kind of like, it's, it's a, it's, and this is where social media is great anyway. It's kind of like gives it gives outlet to people who've got seemingly to society a little bit different, mm. and it gives them the chance to show that I am a little bit different. But will you be visiting the Imposter Syndrome Cafe gift shop? 
where we have t-shirts mugs and uh, personalized pencil cases i am joking there is not a gift shop <laughs> but uh andy <laughs> Hmm. I'm going to wrap this up, but listen, I want to thank you massively for giving us your time. I really, really no, appreciate it's a pleasure. it. It's a pleasure. And as Thanks with anyone I interview, I get really nervous because I'm like, God, I hope this records okay. Otherwise, you've given me your time and given us your time. So I'm really no, no, it's been a pleasure. Grateful. And as an introvert, I've kind of thought, oh, what does he want to ask me for? What's he going to ask me? I'm not worthy. I'm not worthy of this. No, but, it's been good. It's good. It's been great. And thank you very much for being open because it, it means loads. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and how was your beverage? I know we covered it earlier, but it was great. I mean, caffeine, it's fuel for sarcasm, isn't it? It is, isn't it? <laughs> I saw, I saw the other day. Love it, mate. Thank you so much for coming in. Pleasure. And thank you out there, wherever and whenever you're listening to this. Um, thank you for joining us. Thank you for being with us. And we'll catch you on the next episode. Take care. <laughs>